You are listening to the sermon stream of the Mulvane Church of Christ in Mulvane, Kansas. Subscribe in your favorite podcatching app or find and listen to any sermon online at mulvanechurch.com slash sermons. Psalm 34, as we've said before about Psalms, so oftentimes, uh, especially when there's a, a complaint of the nation or the righteous, we, we can pretty easily wrap our heads around uh, the topic, but there are times when the uh, speech, especially when there's uh, such, uh, well, mentions or attestations of righteousness and devotion to God, where it uh, seems like David, particularly, wouldn't fit that. Uh, we've said that often we could read this the king of the Psalms not as an earthly king in Jerusalem, but as of Christ himself. And there are some there is a passage in this verse or in this psalm that is directly of Christ himself. Uh, and it's it, it fits only the action of Christ. It's quoted in the Gospel of John, as if it is of Christ himself. So viewing our, our main actor here in our main speaker of Psalm 34, as Christ the Lord, is not untoward and is supported by uh, the Gospel of John. We also have a long quotation. One of the longer ones in the New Testament is uh, in 1 Peter 3, uh, verses 10 to 12. And we could read that, but it reads the same here in uh, verses 12 to 16. Of Psalm 34. So you will recognize some of 1 Peter in tonight's reading. And finally, uh, uh, verse uh, 8, it's not because it's such a short quotation, uh, we might not realize it. We might not even realize that Peter in um, 1 Peter 2 3 was quoting the Psalms, but in verse 8, there is a quotation uh, that is in uh, 1 Peter 2 3. So uh, verse 8 here and 1 Peter 2 3, uh, these are also linked. So we have three passages uh, of this uh, psalm that are New Testament and should be familiar to us. All right, so Psalm 34. I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. My soul makes its boast in the Lord. Let the humble hear and be glad. Oh, magnify the Lord with me. And let me exalt his name altogether. Folks, that basically is following the great commandment fully. That's what verses 1 through 3 is. That's the great commandment fully followed. And we know we don't fully and perfectly follow that. uh, But the Lord Jesus did every day of his life. Verse 4, I sought the Lord and he answered me and delivered me from all my fears. What did we study tonight in the Garden of Gethsemane? Those (coughs) Those who look to him are radiant and their faces never be ashamed. The poor man cried, and the Lord heard him, and saved him out of all his trouble. The angel of the Lord encamps around those who fear him, and delivers them. Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. That's First Peter 2, 3. And now a beatitude, of which we've had several in the Psalms, we'll have several more. Blessed is the man who takes refuge in the Lord. Oh, fear the Lord, you his saints. For those who fear him have no lack. The young lions suffer want and hunger, 
but those who seek the Lord lack no good thing. Come, O children, listen to me. I will teach you the fear of the Lord. What man is there? And this is where the quote of 1 Peter chapter 3, verse 8 begins. What man is there who desires life and loves many days that he may see good? Keep your tongue from evil and your lips from speaking deceit. Turn away from evil and do good. Seek peace and pursue it. The eyes of the Lord are toward the righteous and his ears toward their cry. Again, we know that from 1 Peter. But the face of the Lord is against those that do evil and cut off the memory of them from the earth. When the righteous cry for help, the Lord hears and delivers them out of all their troubles. The Lord is near to the brokenhearted and saves the crushed in spirit. Many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivers him from them all. He keeps all his bones. Not one of them is broken. We know that from the crucifixion scene. Affliction will slay the wicked, and those who hate the righteous will be condemned. The Lord redeems the life of his servants. None of those who take refuge in him will be condemned. Seek the Lord. Take refuge in him. You won't be condemned. What will you be? You'll be saved. You'll be justified. And so in so many ways, this psalm is almost something we could put in the New Testament entirely, right? Well, 20% of it is in the New Testament. But we could put this in the New Testament and it would be just as operative for us today. So here is this great call to come and see that the Lord is good, to come and praise Him and boast in Him, verse 2. Be humble, be glad, magnify the Lord, and exalt His name. We try to do that as it says, verse 3, exalt His name together. So let us be faithful, let us seek refuge in Him. Let us seek this good moral advice that's given about uh, seeking good, keeping our tongue from evil, not practicing deceit. Uh, Let's humble ourselves under the mighty hand of God and the one of whom it was said here, all he keeps his bones and none were broken. For Christ and those with him are all the blessings. Again, we'll end with the last verse. The Lord redeems the life of his servants. None of those who seek refuge in him will be condemned. They, they condemned Jesus, did they not? But God raised him. In that resurrection is our hope of redemption. And though the devil tried to condemn us all, he is the accuser of the brethren after all. It won't be successful if we're faithful in Christ. Thank you for listening to this sermon from the Mulvane Church of Christ. Additional sermons and information available online at mulvanechurch.com. Come see what a difference the Bible way makes.